0: The Islanders send a young prospect back to juniors. Competition for jobs is heating up in training camp and bring on the Rangers again. We've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome everybody to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And you can now also find us on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Lots of news going on right now as training camp and the preseason continue. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic You'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address on lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to uh, mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at lockedonisles, and you could follow the uh, me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout training camp, preseason, regular season. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game once the regular season gets started. Alright, so the big news on Thursday, the New York Islanders making a transaction, and I can't say it's a surprise, Uh, the Islanders basically sending defenseman Isaiah George, who probably was the standout at rookie camp, and really looked solid even after the veterans arrived last week, but it is basically time for him to head back to his junior team. Now, look, he got to play in one preseason game. Last year, he did not have any. He's still only 19 years old, a fourth-round pick in the 2022 entry draft. And look, George has looked really, really solid. Certainly looks like he's going to be a great value uh, for a fourth-round pick. And You know, the kid has, you know, really good uh, skater and can change directions very well and uses his uh, skating ability to make, take good angles defensively, makes good passes and helps the transition game, which is obviously something that the Islanders need help with. But, you know, all of these things, the fact that he has good hockey sense, that he's positionally sound, Uh, makes the transition game pass well and has a pretty accurate shot, although he still needs to uh, develop that shot and build up his offensive game a little bit more. Uh, Can't say I am surprised that he is heading to junior. Look, he's 19. He is not eligible to play for Bridgeport until his... OHL or his junior season and playoffs are over, either he has to play for the New York Islanders the entire year if he plays more than nine games or he's got to go back to juniors. And I think sending him to juniors makes a lot of sense because look, being a standout in rookie camp is great. He was arguably and in my opinion, The best player in rookie camp. And looking solid at the age of 19 in training camp is also really good. But there is a big difference between rookie camp, where what the oldest player is like 21, and that was Simon Holmstrom, who, uh, you know, has only 50 NHL games under his belt. It's one thing to do it against those guys, which is essentially maybe a a bit, maybe a half a step to a step up on Junior. It's something else to do it at the NHL level, which is two steps forward because you're skipping the AHL. And yeah, the Islanders could have him play nine games, up to nine games at the NHL level, but we all know How this works, if you're an Islander fan. Yeah, he he can come up and play for the Islanders. As soon as he makes a a defensive mistake, turns the puck over, coughs it up, he ends up being benched. Even if he doesn't make one of those major mistakes, what is he going to do? Play 9, 10, 11 minutes, not going to be out there on the penalty kill, Probably not going to be out there on the power play. And if he is, it'll be for an odd few seconds. If he goes back down to juniors for one more year, here is a kid who's going to be playing 25, 27, maybe even close to 30 minutes a night. He's going to get top pairing minutes. He's going to be on the number one power play unit. He'll probably get some penalty kill experience His confidence will go up, and keep in mind, if he's playing that well, you could always call him up for a few games. Again, he can play up to nine, but realistically, what you could also do is once London is eliminated from the playoffs, or if they make the playoffs, once London's season is over in juniors, you could bring him up to Bridgeport at that point, or bring him up to the Islanders at that point and see what the kid can do. But in the meantime, he's gained confidence. He's, you know, worked on his skills and some of the things that he needs to uh, improve upon. And, you know, one of those things is to provide more offense. Obviously, you want him to get stronger and have uh You know, a little more uh, strength to his game because, again, one-on-one battles against 17, 18, 19-year-olds, not easy. But that's one level. You try moving, you know, uh, you try moving Alexander Ovechkin out of his favorite spot. You try moving, uh, you know, a power forward out of that area. It's a whole different ball game. The game is faster The game is more physical. Yeah, I understand the impatience. And the Islanders don't have a lot of great prospects on their blue line. And you really want to see what the kid can do. He'll get there. He will get there. And it's always easy to say, yeah, he looked great in rookie camp. He looked okay in training camp. And in the one preseason game, bring him up. But you don't want to bring these guys up too soon. It damages their confidence. It changes the development pattern. You go from playing a lot of minutes to very few minutes and not meaningful minutes. Yeah, there are 18 and 19-year-old kids who go right to the NHL and do a great job straight out of juniors, but what is that? One out of every 300 guys, maybe? And most fourth-round picks don't fit that description. So Isaiah George... Looking great, a lot ahead of him. I think he's got a very bright future for the Islanders, but he's not ready for the NHL just yet. I'll tell you this, though, if he has another strong season and goes up, let's say, either plays a few games with the Islanders at the end of the season or plays a few games at Bridgeport at the end of the season, any of that would certainly be a welcome thing, and it's a bonus, and hopefully... It's something that he can do uh, at the end of this year and continue to build toward possibly fighting for an NHL job next season full-time. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. We will talk about some of the camp battles that are going on, and it's hard to believe we are already uh, there, the Rangers are coming to town for their second meeting with the Islanders this preseason. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, a two way forward who was with the Islanders in the mid 2000 teens. We've got all that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you missing the syrup for your pancakes or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? Well,. With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or will make it right, so just sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. And you want even more value? You can save all your grocery and restaurant favorites. You could save on them all with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. So get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20 No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED. So check out DoorDash Grocery Delivery. All right, so more coming for the Islanders, some camp battles, and I wanted to highlight one in particular at this point, and and that is that you've sort of got a battle going on uh, between Julian Gauthier, who has looked real good, and Simon Holmstrom, who had a goal uh, in the Islanders' win over the Flyers. And, you know, these two guys may very well be fighting for one roster spot. And they have been playing in the same group. They have been playing, you know, Together in that sense, and that allows Lane Lambert to sort of get a look at both of them and compare them, you know, real closely. So I think that there are certainly some benefits to that, and hopefully, uh, you know, the Islanders figure out which one of them gets the roster spot. Again, the fact that Gauthier would have to go through waivers if he was sent down, makes it much less likely that he'd be sent to Bridgeport. He could end up also being the 13th forward if he doesn't get a regular spot in the lineup, whereas Holmstrom doesn't need to go through waivers to be sent down to Bridgeport and then be recalled to the Islanders. And, you know, I think at this point, Gauthier adds a little bit more offensively, both of them are pretty good skaters and have speed. Uh, I think Gauthier just adds a little more juice, and I think he would be, in my mind, considered the favorite. But it's nice to see that he is that, that uh, Holmstrom is not backing down. And you know, so many people wrote him off after a very mediocre season offensively last year, but. The fact that he looks a step quicker and a little more confident uh, on the offensive side of things, whether he makes the team to start the season or not, I'm going to say that's a really good sign. It's something the Islanders wanted and needed to see, and I am just glad that we got to see it. So as of right now, Those are two of the big camp battles that we are looking at, and we will keep you up to date on more of those throughout the preseason. And believe it or not, uh, the NHL Islanders season a little more than two weeks away from opening night at the UBS Arena against the Buffalo Sabres. Still four preseason games left, only one over the weekend, and that is Friday tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time, start against the New York Rangers at UBS Arena. So, look, the Islanders preseason, two games against the Rangers, two games against the Flyers, two games against the Devils, home and road, basically. So, this is the end of the Rangers part of the three home and three road game schedule. And, look, hopefully the Islanders can get a little revenge on the Rangers, who beat them 4-2 in the first preseason meeting between these two rivals. And again, you're not so concerned about wins and losses right now. What I'm looking at when I'm watching a preseason game, what are the line combinations? Who gets put ahead of who uh, on the power play and on the penalty kill? How do you break down... uh, which young players are getting inserted into the lineup. And of course, how do those younger prospects and guys who are battling for roster spots and jobs look? And again, remember, even if they don't get a job right out of training camp, you want to see what they can do because they are battling for who's going to be the first call up. Who's going to be the guy who is brought up when somebody gets hurt and Next year, you know, who's going to stand out among all the different players and get a a first crack at a regular job next year? And remember, next year, you have a situation where um, a couple of the veterans, talking about Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck for starters, their contracts are up at the end of this year. They probably will not be in an Islander uniform next year. So, You know, guys may not be fighting for full-time jobs this year, but they certainly are fighting for those full-time jobs next year, making an impression on Lou Lamorello, making an impression on Lane Lambert and the coaching staff. It's always important to see those kind of things. And then, you know, another guy you got to keep an eye on and whether or not he plays tonight against the Rangers or not, Oliver Wallstrom. I mean, Wally got into a game on uh, Wednesday night for the first time since last December. And he played a lot of minutes. What was it, about 18 minutes for Wallstrom. He admitted after the game he felt a little tired late in the contest. Can't blame him one bit for that uh, when, when you've been off the ice for almost 10 months. But, you know, again... It just was good for him to get back in the game. And here's what he had to say. Legs were pretty good. I was a little tired toward the end, but that's normal. It's preseason. So the focus for me is one foot in front of the other, keep going, and keep having some fun with it. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, He did take a penalty, did not figure, uh, you know, in the scoring. uh, Either of the Islanders' two goals had one shot. But again, Here's what he had to say. There's no hesitation at all after the injury. Obviously, with the preseason, I'm going to get some licks in on people, but not a full goal because you got to pick the right hits. But no, I am 100% confident because I put the work in for 9 to 10 months, so I've got no problems. And again, uh, Wallstrom did see some time on the power play was uh, even playing a little bit behind the goal at times with the extra attacker, and Lane Lambert, you know, liked what he saw from Wallstrom on the power play. Basically said, he's a net front guy, we can use that option down low if we want it. There's a righty-lefty there, so there's a couple of plays that you can run off of that, and I thought we did a pretty good job of that. Bo Horvat had a couple of chances Uh, when he was on the ice with uh, Oliver Wallstrom. So, lots to look at. I'm not as concerned about wins and losses. I'm not as concerned about goals. But I am concerned about improving the power play, seeing how the youngsters are doing, and seeing how some of the players coming back from injuries are doing. Those are the things that I'm concentrating on the most during the preseason games. And, hey, winning is certainly a bonus. We have got more to get to on today's show. Hey, we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders, what their expected roles are going to be, and what would be a successful season for them. We have Kyle Palmieri today, plus our Islanders birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. So Kyle Palmieri, he, every day, as you know, we've been talking about, uh, you know, going down the Islanders roster. What are the expectations for these players? What are their roles going to be and what would make a successful season? And for Kyle Palmieri, the biggest thing in my mind is the guy has got to stay healthy. Missed 13 games in 2021, 2022. Missed 20... Eight games last year had 16 goals, 33 points in 55 games. You know, that would put him at about a 55 point pace in 82 games, and certainly would put him about, you know, maybe 21, 22 goals. But he hasn't scored 20 goals in a season since 2019, 2020, and part of that is his lack of ability to stay healthy. So it is vital right now for Kyle Palmieri to stay healthy. And look, he hasn't skated with the team in practice, and he hasn't uh, appeared in either of the first two preseason games because of uh, what's described as a minor injury. Islanders not getting specific or disclosing what it is. So to me, the, the, the key for Palmieri, first of all, is be healthy. And he adds a dash of speed. He certainly gives you offensive ability. Look, I don't know. At this stage of his career, at the age of 32, he'll turn 33 in February. But at at this age, are we going to see the 25 to 30 goal Kyle Palmieri that we saw in his prime with the Devils? Probably not. But if he can give the Islanders, 70, let's say 72 plus games this year and 20 to 25 goals and let's say 45 to 50 points. If he can do that and pitch in a little more on the power play, I think that that would be a pretty successful season for Palmieri. And, you know, his career shooting percentage 12.3 last year, it was a little higher at 13.1. He's not afraid to shoot. You know, the thing is, he he averaged two and a half shots on goal per game and attempted more than four shots per game, four and a half, really. You need guys like Palmieri who are going to shoot the puck. And, you know, to me, it makes a difference getting Palmieri healthy. You had that line of Nelson, Engvall, and Palmieri. Which down the stretch and in the playoffs was the Islanders' best line. You want to see more from that. (coughs) Excuse me. You want to see more from that trio and more of that trio. And I think they'll start the season together. But we know Lane Lambert, he likes to switch his lines around, sometimes even mid game. Hopefully. Uh, Pal is ready to start the season. I'm hoping we see him uh, by the end of the preseason. I'd like to see him play at least one or two preseason games and have him ready for when things actually get started uh, October 14th and, you know, things start to count. But you want Pal to be on your second line and, you know, he's got the versatility. He'll be on your second power play unit and he is an important part of the team. So hopefully, Pal Mary will be successful this year. Keeping him healthy and productive is important for the New York Islanders. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. <coughs> and Saturday is going to be the 39th birthday of former Islanders winger Colin McDonald, the native of Weathersfield, Connecticut. Uh, Drafted by the Oilers in the second round back in 2003. Played four seasons at Providence College and then made his NHL debut with Edmonton in 2009-2010. Later played briefly for the Penguins and became a full-time NHLer with the Islanders in 2012-2013. His best year with the Isles, 2013-2014. Eight goals, 18 points in 70 games. And then in 2014-2015, played 18 more games with the Islanders and the rest for Bridgeport. Played uh, eight games over parts of two seasons with the Philadelphia Flyers and then finished up his career in the AHL. In fact, his last uh, AHL team, his last pro team, was the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. And, you know, only played in 148 NHL games, most of those with the islanders 20 goals 26 assists 46 points and 73 penalty minutes add 11 playoff games uh eight of those with the islanders two goals one assist and four penalty minutes all of the points came as a member of the islanders we go back and look at one of his better games with the Isles. how about october 8th 2013 a home game for the islanders at the old barn against the then Phoenix Coyotes, Coyotes going with uh, Mike Smith in goal, while the Islanders counter with Evgeny Nabokov. And uh, in this game, Colin McDonald scoring late in the second period to give the Islanders a 5-1 lead. They end up winning this one 6-1 to to improve to 2-0-1 on the season. Colin McDonald, a goal, four penalty minutes in two shots played 12 and a half minutes. Evgeny Nabokov, 33 saves in 34 shots faced. Islanders outshot 34 to 28, but they win going away by a score of 6 to 1. They chase Mike Smith, and who comes in and finishes the game for the Coyotes? Tomas Grice, who would be a future New York Islander. So, again, happy birthday to CMAC. Colin McDonald, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is Monday on the show, we'll have our key takeaways from the Islanders-Rangers game on Friday. Plus, we will preview uh, the next exhibition game or preseason game, which will be Monday at The Rock in Newark against the New Jersey Devils. So make sure you join us for that. And, of course, we'll also have uh, the latest news from Islanders training camp, and we'll continue our player-by-player look at this Islanders team. So should be a good one on Monday. Make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and, of course, let's go, Islanders!